It's time for this week's episode of Brandon Sports Talk, featuring in-depth interviews from those who are trending in the world of athletics. And now, here's the host of Brandon Sports Talk, Brandon Pate. Welcome back to Brandon Sports Talk. In today's episode, I have the privilege to interview the local Goldsboro Strike Eagles head coach, Phil Santamargo. How are you doing today? Uh, Doing good, man, Brandon. Thanks for having me on. Can you talk about how you knew that you wanted to get into coaching? Um, yeah, I mean, like most people, we either get too old uh, to, to, to play ourselves or like for me, I had my, uh, my daughter uh, get interested in soccer. So I picked up the, the coaching uh, with trying to get her into the game and ended up getting uh, some coaching licenses along the way and just it drove into a passion and it's put me where I'm at today. How did you know that you wanted to get into semi-pro coaching? Uh, so I think my licensing and everything got me to that level. Um, I had coached some, you know, from youth to high school. And then uh, after that, I got an opportunity here with Goldsboro to do it. So it kind of just fell in my lap. And I was like, this sounds like a great thing to, to be a part of. Um, and Coach Akuba was already doing a phenomenal job here with the, the Goldsboro FC. Uh, and I felt like it was, a, it was the right thing. And I reached out to him and, and here I am. What are some of the similarities and differences between the semi-pro and like the North Carolina courage that people know in Raleigh? Yeah. So I think uh, with semi-pro, you think of it from the standpoint of players that are, that are trying to become professionals uh, that are trying to do it more than just as a hobby um, that have more skills than, than really the local leagues are able to challenge. So um, semi-pro soccer gives more of a regional uh, opportunity for players to, uh, challenge themselves and to grow as players and potentially get that opportunity at some point to uh, either go to trials for for clubs such as North Carolina FC uh, or Greenville or any of the the professional clubs in the local area and try to get identified um, and hopefully pursue uh, full professional time you know as playing uh, as playing football and soccer. What was your coaching time like at Pro Academy in Germany? Yeah, so Pro Soccer Academy out in Germany, they're a, a German-run uh, company that's out there, and they specifically work with uh, U.S. Um, players that are out there in Germany, uh, whether they're stationed there in the military um, or whatnot, and they institute them into uh, the German culture and playing uh, in the local German leagues. Uh, so as a part of them, I was able to coach the U.S. Youth Soccer Europe, uh, which is uh, where the coaches uh, coach the, the American youth over there. Uh, and actually got to coach with uh, the Olympic Developmental Program or ODP Europe, uh, which was awesome. I got to travel around Europe uh, from Italy to Denmark to Luxembourg to Belgium to Germany, coaching soccer with the youth, uh, playing against international partners out there. And it was uh, just a phenomenal growth experience for me as a coach. And to be a part of that with my kids, as well as with the youth out in there in Europe, was, uh, was, was an awesome experience. What was your time like coaching at Gamba Football Academy? Yeah, so um, on the island of Guam, you know, they're a, they're a, they're a nation of, uh, of soccer. So it's the Guam Football Association. Um, so they're a FIFA recommend, uh, recognized uh, organization. So they compete in um, uh, FIFA World Cup qualifying, uh, Asian Football Confederation tournaments. 
And that's really where I got introduced into my coaching licenses. I was able to get the Asian Football Confederation C license, as well as my Guam Football Association D. Um, and they just like the coaching education on that island is the number one sport on the island in the South Pacific and got nothing but three years of being out there and, and getting ingrained into, into soccer. Um, and ultimately at the end of that, I got to spend a brief time coaching uh, their youth at the, at their national Academy. And so it was real, real, um, intense, uh, environment to, uh, to grow my coaching skills as well as have my kids involved in that program. It was, it was really good out there. What was your playing experience like playing? And then what was it like having that to coach with? Yeah. So growing up, uh, playing in high school, and then coming into the military, a lot of my time playing was dedicated to the military teams, their base teams and, and, and whatnot. Um, and then on the island of Guam, we created our own team and played more in a semi-professional environment there on the island with, um, with their local teams that definitely competed in the Asian Football Confederation Cup. Um, they had a lot of players that were on their national team that, that played in these leagues, and it was, it was very intense. Um, but, uh, you know, I dedicated my life to the military versus uh, playing. Uh, so it was, my playing experience is, is extremely limited based on uh, uh, based on that. But um, definitely got some time to play some really good, uh, good football throughout throughout my travels around the world, for sure. What was your experience like going as a grad assistant to Ohio State to get your coaching certificate? Yeah, so currently I'm in uh, I'm enrolled with Ohio University uh, in their soccer, master's in soccer coaching education uh, program. Uh, I enrolled in that last April, and I'll graduate here in December. Um, you know, some notable uh, graduates of the program was Vlatko uh, Andonovsky, the uh, women's national team head coach, graduated from this program in 2018. Um, so that drew me into the program to to uh, get my education. Uh, with that. And it's been a phenomenal experience from, you know, soccer coaching, psychology to um, um, player development, uh, youth development, advanced player development. Um, uh, right now we're in analysis of sport performance um, and, and working through those things. So it's been, uh, it's been an awesome educational experience to, to work that class uh, and hopefully uh, be graduating in December because it's a lot of work. How has going through the classes helped you to where you are now with the Goldsboro Strike Eagles? Yeah, so a lot of the information I've been able to take and apply uh, from uh, periodization planning, planning a full season on how I want the team to develop, uh, what I want to train them on from you know each 12-week block of, of time when I, when I want to work on defensive tactics or you know, attacking tactics. Uh, and so that's really helped uh, with physical loading, identifying, um, you know, the team talent and recognizing that talent and where it needs to go um, to even right now, I've, I've started some loose partnerships with um, like companies like Beyond Pulse uh, that's going to look at uh, wearable technology uh, to evaluate the players on the field while they're playing, um, evaluate their work rates, you know, that kind of stuff, which I would have never explored at all if I hadn't gone through this, uh, this graduate program. So uh, it's a lot of learning and then applying it to what I'm doing with Goldsboro. What was it like whenever you got the job with the Goldsboro Strike Eagles? Um, yeah, so I reached out to Coach uh, Yakuba knowing I was coming here and, and asking if there was a way I could help out with the, with the club. 
Um, and he said, I got the, I got the right thing for you when I sent him my resume. And, you know, we had some, some lengthy discussions and got out on the field and, and ultimately me and him both see eye to eye on where the club uh, needs to go and where the players need to develop. And um, being a part of the first flight league, I think is an awesome, you know, uh, way forward with a lot of different clubs with a lot of similar backgrounds that really just want to see their players develop uh, and provide them a club opportunity um, that'll give them some exposure. And I think we're, I think we're doing that. And I think the first year for the first flight league is really, is really coming together very well. Of course, with this being the first year, what are some of the teams that are in the first flight league? Yeah. So we got, uh, teams as far as Greensboro, um, Greenville, Wilmington, um, uh, a team union FC's almost near Charlotte. Um, so the, the regional portion of North Carolina, you know, to the central to east uh, part of North Carolina is uh, well represented in the league and uh, poses some travel uh, opportunities for the team and, and to get out and challenge some, some teams that, that frankly players in the local area and local adult leagues, they'll see the same teams every single year and rotate and the challenge doesn't really change. So being able to provide players that experience outside the local areas has been really rewarding. With that being said, with Goldsboro being such a small city and stuff, how important is it to have those teams like in Wilmington? I know Wilmington's only but a few minutes, but sometimes you're like, oh, I've never been to Wilmington or I would love to go to Wilmington. Yeah, I think it's great for the, the, the smaller towns that are local, maybe not have expanded outside of their, their local area as much uh, to take these teams and, and move around the state. Um, hopefully this thing grows the things regionally where we can go to South Carolina, we go to North Carolina, we go to, you know, Virginia, um, and play some teams that are, uh, that are in different leagues than ours and, and see where we stand against, uh, against other teams. I think when players don't get that change of experience or the, uh, a different, a different challenge of seeing other players and how they play, it limits the growth of those players. They, they, they don't challenge themselves to do anything different. They, they kind of just get in their own, their own mindset of, of how the game should be played. And you can go from one city to another. And I learned this in Germany, you can go from one city to the next uh, and see a totally different style of playing um, than you see in your, in your current cities or the cities immediately surrounding um, different philosophies. So I think it's really important for players that are trying to pursue the next level or, you know, from semi-pro to pro to, to challenge themselves in leagues like this, where they get to see a different, um, different approach to playing the game. What was it like for your team to go out to Tennessee for the tournament? Yeah, the, the U S amateur cup was, uh, insane. Like, I think that was a, a huge challenge, uh, for us. We went out there, we played, uh, I think the first team we played was from South Carolina and I think they were actually UPSL, uh, mid-Atlantic championship or mid-Atlantic mid-Atlantic champions and we beat them three to one in the first night it was ecstatic we were beyond uh, over the moon about that and um, had learned a lot from the tournament we didn't progress as far as we would have liked but um, everybody gave a lot of heart and sacrificed their time to go out there and see what Goldsboro could do on that that more regional stage and I'm super proud of everybody that uh, that went along and and uh, participated only leaves room for growth you know as we go. What are some of your favorite moments and memories as a coach coaching the Goldsboro Strike Eagles? 
Yeah, I think the first one would be uh, playing Olochano. Uh, they were a known rival, and that everybody was really excited for that match. And that match went all the way to 90 minutes, uh, fighting back and forth, and we were able to edge that out two to one. And I just remember, you know, the the team fighting every single minute, trying to uh, uh, to do that work. And I was very proud of the team uh, in, in that specific match for sure. What is a typical game day like for you as a coach and preparing? or game day? Yeah, so going back to my my soccer coaching education um, piece is that game day preparation doesn't start on on Saturday. If it's game day, it starts the week prior, um, building into uh, an, into match day, right? So you want to know who your opponent is, prep, start prepping your training sessions to uh, build your team to be ready for that, uh, that opponent when it comes down to it. And then uh, you know, on the game day, making sure everything's just in order and that we're structured and organized as we as we get out to the pitch. You know, one hour prior, the warm up start at a certain time and and everything kind of flows in order as we go uh, to get there. But there's a lot of prep. And I think you talk to any any coach that's coached at a higher level. Uh, they'll tell you game day. Game day starts well in advance of the actual day itself. Um, but but yeah, we we do a lot of work in prepping the players and making sure they're ready uh, for their opponents and and coming out ready to ready to do some work. Of course, as a coach, do you have any game day rituals that you do yourself? Um, nothing real ritualistic. I just have to be out there earlier than everybody else, um, just to be on the pitch and to to see everything kind of come into into fruition. Talk to every player as they show up look them in the eye, make sure they're good, uh, answer any questions the players may have uh, and be, make sure just I'm there for them. Cause really the game is about them. It's not about me on a Saturday. Uh, my time is at training sessions where I'm driving home principles and things I want them to do. Uh, but uh, when I show up out on a Saturday, it's really to make sure they're good and give them the opportunity out on the pitch to, uh, to demonstrate that they've, they've learned and grow to, you know, and, and demonstrate some growth as players and they're able to just do what they need to do. And if I'm barking anything from the sidelines, it's really just to remind them of what we're trying to do and motivate them to uh, to reach the goal, which is to ultimately outscore the opponent, right? Um, so, yeah. What is something that you learned now that you didn't know before getting into coaching? Um, a lot, actually. I think anybody that's been in my shoes uh, that's coached their kid you know, starts coaching and they like, I know everything. I know absolutely everything about soccer and I'm, I'm a great coach. And then you take your first, uh, you take your first coaching license course and you realize that you probably were ruining these kids. Um, like, so they teach you all the concepts and everything that you should be teaching and, and realize that you're just, you're, you're not, you're not doing the things the right way. So I think that was a big eye opening moment for me uh, was how to coach, not the fact of just doing it and knowing about the game, um, but how to how to teach. Really, it's all about teaching. Um, when you look at it from a coaching perspective, am I a good teacher and can I teach these concepts to these players and watch them grow and develop in the game? Um, and, and you learn that it's not about you as a coach or your win or loss record. It's it's how the players respond to you. Do they grow? Do they get better? And at the end of the season, are they better players than when they started? Uh, at the beginning of the season. And if that, if you can answer that question, it doesn't matter about trophies. It doesn't matter about win and loss records, but the fact that they're better, they're better off for, for coming by you as a coach, uh, then you've been successful hundred uh, percent. Of course, for my listeners that may not know, where are the Goldsboro Strike Eagles play at during their home games? 
Yes, we play at uh, Bryan Park in uh, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Uh, So it's, you know, if if anybody was looking up where those matches were, you just type it into any map quest for uh, Bryan Sports Sports Complex, and it'll come up uh, right here in Goldsboro, North Carolina. What are some of your future plans as the coach for the Goldsboro Strike Eagles? Yeah, I'd like to see the the program continue to develop, um, create more relationships with with other professional clubs like like uh, North Carolina FC or uh, USL one or two um, uh, League One type clubs uh, to where we can get some of our players looked at um, as you know, in trials or anything like that to see if we can develop players out of the local leagues that we have here, not necessarily local leagues, but even leagues like FFL or uh, UPSL and get them identified and uh, playing in higher leagues. Um, I can, I can think of easily two or three players on my team that, that, that could play at a higher level. um, But we need to build that connection as a, as a club and as an organization with these uh, other organizations so we can, we can create that pathway for the the players to, to maybe make that bridge, make that jump into not semi-professional, but professional lanes. What advice would you have somebody looking to coach on the professional level? Um, focus on licensing. I know people um, don't really, you know, like, Oh, well, you know, I just go get a license. You can't, you can't tell me, you know, how to coach or, or why well, I've been doing it forever. Um, but there's something to be said about having the education um, behind in that, right? whether it's a college education or whether it's uh, U.S. Soccer Federation licensing, um, uh, United Soccer Coaches uh, has uh, diploma courses. Uh, I think you have to get the knowledge to, to, to kind of have that backing uh, and when you're trying to pursue semi-professional, professional college coaching, even high school level um, is to, is to kind of have that, have that background uh of of education you know in there that you need to to appropriately coach people at the level that you're that you're going to coach that's great advice where can my listeners find you at on social media along with the goldsboro strike eagles app um gosh i don't even know my my actual social media stuff that's a tough question Uh, i'm sure you could probably post that at the back end but um uh, as a coach i'm on twitter and uh and uh uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, both philip.santamaro, uh, I believe uh, that's out there, Santamaro, Phil, um, you know, for that. And then also Goldsboro Strike Eagles, Strike Eagles are both on those social media platforms as well, uh, along with the First Flight League. Um, so any of those on there would be, uh, be a spot if anybody wanted to reach out to me uh, uh, directly or, or track what uh, Gold, Goldsboro Strike Eagles are doing in the First Flight League. Thank you again, Coach Santamago, for your interview, and best of luck in your future with the Goldsboro Strike Eagles as the head coach. All right, Brandon. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You can find Brandon Sports Talk on Facebook at Brandon Sports Talk, Instagram at Brandon Sports Talk, Twitter at Talk underscore Brandon, and you can find me on YouTube at Brandon Sports Talk. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you again, Coach Phil, for your interview, and best of luck. You've been watching Brandon Sports Talk. Please feel free to like, share, and subscribe to Brandon Sports Talk on social media and on YouTube.